This is episode 207 of Bleak and Review. Tonight's guest, Rivers Langley. Plus, we'll talk to eccentric presidential candidate Garland Trowell. All of this, and no guest co-host again? Only on Bleak and Review. That's right, that's right. Bleak and Review once again. Hello, everybody. This is another solo intro from me, Kevin Anderson. Uh, hoping, just hoping that my neighbors don't turn their electric saw on again while I'm recording this in my apartment. They're usually the good neighbors too, and I guess it's not a time when that would actually be upsetting. I can't judge them for their tools and their habits surrounding them. It's the other side of the house that's got the problems. Those are the uh, those are the let's hang out in the side yard, which is right by Kevin's window and blast music without Spotify premium, like until 3 a.m., which means, you know, it's one thing to have really loud music going on on weird nights, but when it breaks for a stamps.com ad or whatever, that's that's where I draw the line. I'm just like, okay, come on, have you no shame? Because <laughs> you clearly don't have $5. <laughs> uh, yes, we can review solo introduction. Uh, what's going on with me? I mean, I don't know. I guess at the time I'm recording this, I'm kind of on the... Uh, swing the upswing of getting out of a bit of a depressive funk. I think I mentioned it on uh, this week's Unpops episode that came out on Monday. Go listen to that if you haven't already. It's very fun. Um, yeah, we we're talking about depression and how it's very difficult to get certain things taken care of. Things that could realistically will only cause you about five to 10 to maybe, you know, a half hour minutes of half hour minutes. This is how people talk. I'm doing great. Just like, like things that you could handle really easily. And it's just like the idea of it is just so overwhelming. And I'm slowly getting back out of that. Uh, as I briefly mentioned on that episode, real late to paying my registration this year because it got lost in the mail or something because of my address change. Not sure why I got it so late, but also, I've just been working up the uh, the uh, motivation to go get it smog checked. So I did pay the registration, but I haven't smog checked my car at the time of this recording. Hopefully, it's been done by the time you hear this. I don't know. It's not like it's difficult. I'm not like terrified that it's not going to pass. It's just uh, it's real tough. It's real tough to do anything that's not Destiny Two when you are just like. I think another part of it, and it's something I've been thinking about, is. Uh, because I'm still on my severance pay from a big corporate layoff from the network that rhymes with 21st century box. And like, I don't have anywhere, like I don't have any specific things I have to do. I don't have any, nothing requires my time early in the day. So it's like, I've been getting into this mode of, of just staying out too late and waking up way too late and just feeling overwhelmed. Like by the time I wake up sometimes I'm like, well, it's already like noon. Or like by the time, well, here's the thing, waking up and getting out of bed are two totally different things. <laughs> I wake up at nine, like every day, but uh, actually getting out of bed, ooh, sometimes it takes a little longer. It's tough to get motivation, especially when nobody's, uh, you know, needs you anywhere. <laughs> it kinds of sounds depressing, but I'm sure some of you can relate. Yeah, so like, it's like I feel like most of my day is already done, and I'm like, well... I don't want to just run out right away. I got to wake up, have my coffee, play my video games, blah, blah, blah. And then by the time I'm like ready to go do shit, it's like 2.30 or 3 sometimes. And I'm just, ugh. It's been 
it's been a slog. Uh, and I think I just need to regiment my schedule more. I'm trying to book more podcasts and take on some more projects. So I have things to do that will get me out of the house or necessitate me being awake and functioning at an earlier time. I guess that's my temporary fix for the situation because, you know, therapy, what's that? Who knows? <laughs> I need therapy. Um, but yeah, so I guess I'm getting out of that though because I was able to go get my car's oil changed today, which I was going to do before I get a smog check just to be sure. Let me drive it around for a day and then get a smog check just to make sure we pass so I don't have to... Oh, could you imagine having to go back and do it again? Oof. No thanks. I won't have what she's having. You know what I mean? But yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess, I, I guess I'm getting out of the funk because I was able to do something today. And I've also uh, felt more confident just in general, like, I don't know, at bars and stuff. Uh, like talking to people that, you know, maybe I want to date or whatever. I haven't really felt that in a while. And so it's kind of cool to be like, oh, yeah, I guess I am. I am confident. Like, I'll go talk to this pretty girl with the electronic music thing that she's doing. <laughs> the electronic music thing that she's doing. Yeah, I learned a lot about her. We're like best friends. <laughs> now she's great. Uh, uh, I got to use my famous pickup line. So your your music uh, on a scale from Aphex Twin to Avicii, how accessible is it? <laughs> uh, which I think, you know, kind of shows that I know what I'm talking about. What else is going on? I don't know. So I'm feeling better. Uh, I'm dealing with a bit of a dilemma at Killer Mike, the open mic that Joe K and I run every Tuesday here in North Hollywood. It's not a huge dilemma because there's a certain person who's been coming to the mic who, you know, new comic, not particularly good on stage. That's fine. We all sucked when we started pretty much. But like, I think there's a uh, some kind of disconnect socially there where this person doesn't quite know how to navigate social situations and for me like that's for like you know when it's me talking because this is a, a man we're talking about and i'm also a man uh technically on paper i am a man um and like for me it's not like i don't get uncomfortable with it like sometimes it's like kind of like all right i gotta go like i need to take care of something and you're kind of talking my ear off and not getting my cues or whatever which is fine but uh, some some of uh, our, our uh, female uh, participants of the open mic, uh, people that have been coming for a while, mentioned that he maybe has made them feel uncomfortable. And I, again, I don't think it's a malicious thing, but I also don't want that to be a thing associated with my open mic because we often try to make it a safe space for everybody. I have banned people that have actually done like bad things before. So like this, but this is another level of like he's just not a great communicator and. Uh, it makes some people uncomfortable. And so what I've uh, actually, friend of the show, Sarah Mowry, uh, this is going to start as a story and end as advice for everybody. Sarah Mowry gave, uh, gave us some advice. Um, and this can be applied to a lot of things, you know, whatever you're doing. Uh, maybe you're at a party or at an open mic that's slowly destroying your will to continue doing comedy. <laughs> uh, but if you see... Uh, a woman or non-binary person or what what have you um, who seems to be trapped in some sort of conversation with somebody and looks clearly uncomfortable you don't have to do anything big uh, if you're but if you're like a man you know in that situation just go uh, maybe join the conversation and take some of the pressure off uh, so there's an easier exit to be made and and or like you know kind of just help divert uh, things and it can kind of diffuse the situation that's that's kind of what we're going to be trying with people like that, I think, uh, at our place, just because um, I don't want to, you know, 
whole like fucking Collie went out for you know whatever their issue is like it's clearly not like it doesn't seem menacing or uh what's the word i'm thinking of uh mal malintended <laughs> maleficent that's the one um yeah so just you know always that's a thing to remember if you're in a social situation and you want to help somebody feel more comfortable you can as a as a man and i'm speaking to all of my, my my men boys out there but you know i mean anyone who feels confident enough or whatever I think that's a good. I think it's a good tactic to just take some of the heat off of the the thing. Someone might feel trapped, and you might be able to, you know, crack that door open for them so they can go get a quote unquote drink, which is leave the conversation. Speaking of leaving conversations, we're certainly not going to do that here because there's about to be a bunch of conversation. This is a very fun episode. Uh, my guest today was uh, well, my first guest was Rivers Langley, a very funny comedian. You know him from the Goods from the Woods podcast, and certainly this show and other unpopped shows. We actually recorded this at Rivers uh, Home Studio at Disgraceland, and it was uh, fun. It was fun to do it out of my element as well. Um, still keeping keeping the show in the same style, but also being like, hey, this is a new building. <laughs> uh, that was fun. And then we had uh, another guest come by a little later, and it's to perfectly, you know, perfectly timed because uh, the debates and whatnot. We have an eccentric presidential candidate named Garland Trowell. Um, I won't reveal too much about his platforms, but I will say... He is saying some things that the other candidates are definitely not talking about. So enjoy this episode of Bleak and Review. We're going to go to a quick break. We'll be back with more with my first guest, Rivers Langley, after this. interview we return from that intro i'm going to record later <laughs> uh, i remain kevin anderson of course uh recording not at the unpop studio or starburns but a third location first time for a third location i think Ooh, we're in disgrace land today yeah, baby disgrace land studios in east hollywood ever heard of it huh? <laughs> flex uh of course i'm joined here with my first guest on the show today a uh, friend of the show certainly uh one of the hosts of the fantastic goods from the woods pod certainly which since this kept this episode's coming out like the weekend before the episode you just played a snippet from so Ooh, maybe yeah. we could do a little pre-plug uh rivers langley my guess yes hello that's me <laughs> uh yeah we got the we got the halloween episode of uh, uh goods from the woods coming up and we recorded uh we recorded it actually uh in real time last night uh i don't know when you guys are listening to this but uh we had brandy posey on the episode which was hilarious and uh last year we had um we were, uh, well, I guess uh, back up even further, I think this was 4th of July of last year. Uh, we were sitting in the backyard of uh, Kyle Clark's house uh, with uh, Rick Wood and Keith Carey and all of your L.A. podcast oh, faves. Oh, yeah. All the mean boys are playing basketball. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's just like you imagine it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, we're all rich and we're all just balling it up and swimming and going down slides, baby. Yeah. Uh, but we we're sitting there. We we were just started, uh, you know, kind of doing this, uh, you know, uh, redneck Shakespeare character. <laughs> right. Uh, which is... Uh, based on a, a bit that I've got that I haven't done in forever that I should probably bring back actually now that I'm saying this out loud but uh anyway and then it sort of devolved into Rick doing uh this character he calls uh David Allen Poe which is uh a <laughs> yes. redneck David uh, redneck uh, Edgar Allan Poe it's fantastic and it's a kind of a David Allen Coe reference as well right. presumably sure <laughs> and so we and we started he he just started riffing this this version of the raven where instead of punctuating each you know stanza with 
quote the Raven nevermore. Yeah. Rick instead, for his part, kept going, Crow said nope. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I stand there just reflecting upon a life of failure and love and, 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 and occupation. Once upon a lakeside trash house, <laughs> yeah. as I sat there. Yeah, this is fantastic. So, and that is such, like, as I, as I was listening to this song, well, I, we're getting well, to yeah, the, so, yeah. But yeah, so he started doing this, and I, I actually wrote just in my calendar, and this was July, I wrote in my calendar for October 2018 it was like get Rick to record David Allen Poe and like and, and, and I did it like two or three weeks before Halloween and so I hit him up I'm like hey do you, would you come back in and do that and we recorded The Raven last year and it was it's fucking hilarious uh, we got it on our YouTube page and it was on that Halloween episode we did with uh, with Rick and uh, uh, Vanessa Gritton your uh, uh, friend and uh, <laughs> nice save nice save yeah I was like as I was going into it yeah you're uh, you're you're a uh, uh, you you're, know, the fellow comedian the Person, yeah, your colleague, your, your colleague. <laughs> uh, ooh, check please. <laughs> uh, but uh, anyway, yeah. So we we had him come in and do that for the for that episode, and then for this year, we we got to talking like, okay, what are we gonna have? Because I want that. I want David Allen Poe to be the cold open. Of, oh, it's gotta be, of yeah. every Halloween episode from now until I, I'm dead. <laughs> uh, and so uh, this year we were like talking. I was like, I was like, well, what would be funniest with that character? And my first thought was uh, a cask of Amontillado. Yes, which, which is where the the guy you know goes on a wine tasting and then gets bricked in by yeah. uh, by yeah. a, a man uh, who takes him down to the to the wine cellar. Famously uh, uh, mu- made musical by the Alan Parsons Project. Oh, that's on, right. Uh, yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> on Tales of Mystery and Imagination, which is kind. <laughs> <laughs> kind of, I see. I see this as a sister piece to that, like the David Allen Poe stuff. It's like, yeah. if you, you know, back to back, Allen Parsons and then Rick Woods character. Absolutely. <laughs> but I was thinking it would be funny just to have that character, you know, like out, out of his element at like a wine tasting in Napa. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, and then get so you know, and then some creep, uh, you know, bricks him. He's like, I let me the fuck out. You know, <laughs> I've been to so many wineries because a lot of I have a lot of family in Sonoma and the Napa sure. era, area, and I can only imagine. Like, I always want to disrupt those things when I'm at them. Like, right, a wine, like right. it's just like I hate how tranquil and chill and white all of this is. Well, like, I want something and, weird to happen. Well, and to his credit, Poe was well ahead of his time, knowing <laughs> yeah. how like insufferable and creepy wine people are. Mm-hmm. Where it's like if. If you're at a party and a guy named Fortunado, uh, you know, <laughs> takes you down to the wine cellar, that ain't going to end well. No, but, usually know. not. No. Yeah, <laughs> be part of the Fortunado 500. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that was the one I pitched, and and we were we were thinking about doing that one, and then we also talked about uh, a Telltale Heart, right? And uh, yesterday, Rick texted me, and was like, "Hey, is it cool if I just do a song?" And yeah. I was like, "Yeah, man, absolutely." And Rick's an amazing musician. Yeah, and I was like, "Whatever, dude. I I, I trust I trust you implicitly because you're one of the funniest people on the planet." F- fans and of a this great show and, and and goods of the woods and there is certainly some crossover between our shows oh, but just uh, a bit. <laughs> uh, they probably are familiar with how good rick wood is at music but if they're yeah. not i highly recommend they go check out this uh goods from the woods episode Dude, dropping this monday oh my i believe God. Uh, it'd be tuesday he's or tuesday yes he sent us uh, he banged this out in like two hours that's very impressive. like what i just played you he did that <laughs> in two goddamn hours put out you know a great tear in your beer country song about the the heart that won't stop beating underneath <laughs> the floorboard and how it's driving him insane and it's uh it's so fucking it's so honky tonky sounded it's, it's great incredible uh, so yeah well, so you're you're going big for Halloween on the pod this week yeah uh, but that that it leads me to one of the questions I prep for this are you a fan of Halloween in general yeah, do you, hell you go yeah. hard you go hard on Halloween well what's funny is like I just love the aesthetics of Halloween yeah in usually the actual 
whole holiday gets here and I, I don't, you know, I'll go to a party and I'll think of something kind of half-assed. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Right before. Say, what's, uh, what's like a, like one of your best costumes you've done? Uh, well, uh, anybody that has ever seen a picture of me, I, I've kind of grown my hair out at the moment, but typically I have like pretty short, uh, you know, hair and uh, I look almost exactly like the wrestler kevin owens okay uh and so i i bought like the shirt the shorts the fucking wrestling boots like i and a and a little championship belt and i went as uh went as kevin owens one year and then the year before that you were sexy kevin owens huh? right you were sexy yeah kevin well that's owens. that's why that's why he's my favorite wrestler is because uh you know I, i'm technically in better shape than him uh <laughs> you know like uh and so he just makes me you know he just looks like me on laundry day like when yeah. he's fighting because he's got the the sleeveless you know t-shirt basketball shorts and, and is that his is, is that part of his character is he's kind of a schlubby guy i don't know i don't know this yeah, wrestler i have of, to admit well sort of like no i guess his character could be best defined as uh typically well now they've got him kind of doing this like baby face thing and i don't like it that much but when he's a heel when he's traditional kevin owens right he's like uh basically like a, a super tough uh bully kind of and and he goes insane when he doesn't get his way uh, you know okay. like if somebody he's a petulant child he's essentially. a very petulant like bully you know? okay, and, okay. And so when he's you know when he's fighting somebody if if they're not like if he can't pin them for some reason he'll just start screaming and shit and but they like, wanna not, not even <laughs> no, that so much just like this insane like psychotic sort of rage like it's why he's effective if he was just like uh you know if he was just straight up like whiny that'd be one thing but yeah. it's like no this is like this is like the psycho kid who grows up to do something really fucked up oh yeah on the playground that's kind of his his traditional thing although now they've got him you know trying to be like stone cold and it's like it doesn't Uh, doesn't quite work trying to rebrand him yeah i mean they're trying to have stone cold let him do the weird thing that he was doing yeah well they're (laughs) they're trying to turn him babyface and like the the babyface aspect of kevin owens uh, before he got to wwe he was wrestled under his uh his actual name uh, which is kevin steen and uh (laughs) kevin steen sounds like a fake jewish last name (laughs) no (laughs) my name is my name is andre kevin steen (laughs) no he's uh he's quebecois uh, Québécois, yeah, okay, uh, okay, Montreal. Uh, but uh, yeah, the, and he got over as a babyface initially because he's like kind of a you know kind of a big fat guy who can do flips and yeah. shit. And he's like ridiculously like fearless in terms of uh, stuff performance and stuff he'll do in the ring. Like totally. yeah, he's he can do tope suicidas. Like he can jump and do back. You know, he can do a fucking moonsault. Like the dude's very athletic for the, his size, and that's kind of how he got over as a babyface in the independent scene, but then he comes to WWE and he's so much better as a, as a heel. Yeah. Uh, and so, uh, yeah, he, um, but anyway, yeah, he he kind of um, that was your costume. That was, that, that was the costume. <laughs> well, uh, I'm yeah. curious though. You said it was Kevin Steen, and then he went to Kevin Owens. That doesn't yeah. seem like a drastic change. It's not. Well, Does that happen a lot in he, wrestling? Well, so Vince makes you change your name a lot of times. Uh, you, they uh, have to do so it. that okay. he can own it. Oh, uh, that makes sense. Because well, uh, like Kevin owned in right? Yeah, exactly. Hey. <laughs> well, thank you for humoring that. <laughs> well, well, no. So like, uh, like uh, Steve Austin, for instance. Right. His real name is Steve Williams. Uh, Did not know that. And he came to, but there was already a character in wrestling when he started wrestling in in, uh, Texas in the late 80s. There was already a guy named Dr. Death Steve Williams. So Mm. they were like, well, Dr. Death is already Steve Williams. 
you can't yeah. be Steve Williams. Yeah, you can't. We got one. We got one. So he, uh, they, they, I think literally Dutch Mantel gave him like five minutes to think of a name. And he was like, hey, if you don't think of a name in five minutes, you're going to be Steve Austin. And he's like, <laughs> oh, okay. he's like, that's the million dollar man. That's Lee Majors. I hate that. <laughs> oh, shit. I don't want to be that. And then, he, really? and then he couldn't think of one. And he's like, all right, get out there, kid. You're Steve Austin. And they announced him as Steve Austin. I was hoping, I love that, but I was hoping that it was one of those classic, like, come up with a fake name and you look around the room trying to fit, like, for a thing to, like, I'm Kevin Guitar. Sin. Right, right. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You see someone in a Keep Austin weird shirt or whatever it is, like, oh, right. that's me now. Yeah. But he hated it, but he, he just like had it. to do it. But they sent him out there as Steve Austin, and then he gets to WWE, and he came in as Steve Austin, so they can't own that. Right, 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 right. But he created the Stone Cold character oh. while he was at WWE, so now when he goes out, like you, like you notice he's got his... Um, uh, of course, I've got some. Ooh, I got props. a bottle handy right here. Ooh, He's got his uh, Broken Skull IPA. Okay, uh, from, oh, from uh, the El Segundo Brewing Company. El Segundo Brewing Company sponsor uh, us, bitch. Which is <laughs> it's the only the only IPA I ever fuck with. Uh, I'm definitely gonna have to try this at it's, some point. It's pretty good. It's got uh, well, it's funny because it's got uh, uh, some passion fruit in it. Like, oh, really? That's, that's kind of the the taste, and it's just very funny to imagine Steve Austin just being like, "I want passion fruit notes <laughs> in my beer." <laughs> I don't have a drinking beer. It's got to have passion fruit. And Tropical I'm, taste for Steve Austin. <laughs> and if I'm not mistaken, these bottles are made out of uh, movie glass because he smashes them on his head yeah, before yeah. he drinks in the ring, right? Right. <laughs> but you notice what it doesn't say. It says Steve Austin's Broken Skull IPA. Yeah, not Stone Cold. Because Vince McMahon owns the <sighs> Stone Cold. See, that sucks because there's so many branding opportunities for like the, when the mountains are stone cold as yeah. the Rockies or yeah, something. Dude. It would have been perfect. Of course. Ah, it's a missed opportunity big time. So, But, but that's why why they make it so he comes in as Kevin Steen. They're like, all right, you got to do something different. His son is named Owen. Uh, okay. And okay. he named him Owen after Owen Hart. Right. The, I am familiar with Owen Hart. Yeah. Yes. And so that's that's why he went with Kevin Owens. But now okay. occasionally his son will be in like, you know, they'll have like documentaries and stuff that like feature his son because he's like a huge wrestling fan. Okay. And uh, it's, it's just very funny because you're like, well, so if we're following the thread here, this child's name is Owen Owens. <laughs> like if we're, if yeah, we're in the canon, only the canon. Yeah, if we're if we're in the yeah, of course yeah. the canon is Owen Owens, uh, which sounds like I mean that's like Nordic people have names like like Magnus von Ver, von Magnusson or whatever. Right, it's like right. Magnus, son of Magnus. It's, right, right. I would yeah. love it. Owens von Owenson is o- not Owen bad. Owen von Owens. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So speaking of uh, families, Rivers, I have a pre-planned question that I'd love to throw your way to see what you uh, think about. Yeah, here. sure. Uh, this is a complete left turn from what we were talking. About, yeah, absolutely. But, uh, when was the first time in your life that you realized adults were full of shit? Ooh, that's <laughs> or a good could question. be could be full of shit. Not like they are all intrinsically full of shit. But uh, I mean, I, they're I've, not infallible. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I remember it uh, very well. It was October of 1998. Ooh. I was walking to school with uh, a friend of mine who, uh, uh, on our podcast, uh, I've, I've, I don't ever refer to him by his real name. I just say his uh, his name is uh, Nerm Sturgis. Okay. Uh, so Nerm and I are walking to school, and uh, we're in seventh grade. And uh, Nerm was, you know, kind of a nut. It still is. Uh, yeah. But he's become one of them, like, army fascist kind of nuts where he's just like, do you have a weapon? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> he's he's like, kind of like preparing for the end of the world kind of thing, maybe. I don't even or know just... if it's that much. I think he's just like... The go- a, or the government civil he, war. <laughs> I don't think that there's any... I don't think there's that much thought. I think he is a gun nerd. Okay. Like, in the way that, like, people are nerdy about, like, the schematics the... of the USS Enterprise. Okay. He is about, like, you know, uh, bana- banana clips and, you know, fucking... He, he's really into the AR extended universe. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> extended mag universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so... 
But anyway, we're, that's that's who he became. But at the okay. time, we're, we're children. Yeah, we're we, children. Uh, we, uh, 1998. 1998, we're walking to school. And, uh, and so he picks up a stick, and a car drives by, and he throws it like into the wheels of the car oh my god like a small stick and yeah. it immediately just disintegrated right it didn't hit the car it just hit the underneath the tire this is just <laughs> on a whim not like a planned attack yeah it's like, hey just, this would be fun we're to do. walking it was like oh this is hilarious yeah yeah because yeah, yeah. we've been watching kid tom, logic we're watching tom green we're like oh, oh yeah yeah uh, jackass hadn't happened yet but uh we were, you know we were real into tom green we're oh, like, totally. oh this seems like what what would tom green do it's like well we don't have access for a cow we can suck off <laughs> yeah so. or, and i can't buy condoms uh, yeah, and be yeah. weird about it do you remember that sketch <laughs> i'm buying these condoms because i'm gonna have intercourse with a woman he's just yelling that in the <laughs> store it's fine that one does hold up for me <laughs> oh my uh, my favorite tom green thing was the follow-up to the bum bum song oh right my bum is on your uh, well, etc yes well, so you have the bum bum song and then and then he decided to do a follow-up where he was in brazil or maybe peru or somewhere in the andes and uh i guess it would have to be peru not brazil and he's standing on the side of this mountain and there's all these ceramic pigs and he's just sort of <laughs> lackadaisically singing i'm gonna throw the piggy off the hill oh i remember and that he's just slow motion throwing ceramic pigs off a giant I hill i absolutely remember that i yeah. haven't thought about that in probably <laughs> 20 years that's insane bizarre uh but anyway we were so all throw the stick we were all hopped up on tom green nerm 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 tosses the stick and uh, the car keeps going. It didn't even stop, you know. Yeah. And we were just like, "Ha, we did it!" Anyway, <laughs> let's let's talk about Pokemon uh, <laughs> or whatever. So, and I, nothing happened for fifty-five minutes. We get to school for first period. Five minutes before first period ends, mm-hmm. the intercom comes on. That's how long it took them to figure out who this was. We threw a stick at a random car, and they were like, I don't know, it was a skinny short one and a tall fat one. Like, okay, <laughs> that's got to be uh, Nerm Sturgis and Rivers Langley. <laughs> one of them looks like he's going to love guns later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, so uh, that's how long it, it, just based on a description, she clearly just drove to the school and was like, hey, two two little fuckers threw a stick at my car. Yeah. They're like, describe these fuckers. And she did. They're like, tall well, fat one, obviously. Obviously, that's Rivers Langley and Nurm Sturgis. So, yeah. like, I, uh, yeah, so we got called up to the office. You guys were right? the David Spade and Chris Farley oh, in your school. For, for sure, for sure. <laughs> but we get called into the office, and there are, like, six cops. Oh, boy. There's cops? Cops. cops with fucking guns and batons and handcuffs. Oh, my God. Cops. And I walk in there, and Nurm is in uh, one room. And then they're like, okay, step in here. And so they separate us, right? Because right. this is old classic. Get your story straight. Classic cop bullshit. <laughs> It's this like, is oh, we're, so excessive. We're gonna. Oh, I know. It's this is my town, <laughs> Auburn, know. Alabama, yeah. is the most boring, dumb town. They're so like, oh, we got something today, boys. Let's oh, go out and oh, treat it like a crime scene. Oh, we, Nerm and I were involved in another caper, uh, but a year later, actually. Oh boy. Uh, but yeah, so we uh, we get separated into two rooms, and they're talking to Nerm in the one room, and they're talking to the, me in the other one. Yeah. And uh, and this is what this cop said. And at this point, I'm just like, like I'm just more confused than scared. I'm just yeah, like, yeah, what? Yeah. Uh, like, I was like, I fi- cops. Like, I kind of figured why they were there, but I was like, cops. Yeah, like, like really? Like, even then, you're like, really? Like, yeah, <laughs> it doesn't seem necessary. And then the the police officer said this, and I, I will never forget this as long as I live. He's just like, son. <laughs> now look, I can take one look at you, and I know you're a good kid. All right, uh, I know you're a good kid, but that that little shit over there. Bad news. He's gonna get you into trouble, boy. He's gonna get you trouble any every time. You know what? You know how many people I put in the electric chair? <laughs> I was like, what? Oh my God. And you're like what ten? I was like, time? well, you're like a cop, so presumably none. Yeah, that's, you, that's a prison, and that's a prison deal. You're like, a, moonlight as a prison. You're a fucking beat cop. What are you talking about? 
But I'm just oh sitting there, God. and he goes, do you know how many people I've put in the electric chair? And I was like, uh, and he's just like, every one of them. What? Was, was because they were oh. hanging out with a kid like that. I thought you were saying, and I was like, I so put every kid, every person was, in the electric chair. I was like, oh, so you've, uh, you fried a bunch of accessories to crimes and not the, what, what did you do to the person who did the crime, you know? Yeah, like, oh, no, we let him go. Like the, get- <laughs> like the getaway driver goes to the electric chair yeah. and then. <laughs> and the guy who robbed the bank yeah. gets a slap on the wrist and, and, uh, and six months parole. And literally, I mean, you know, it's funny because now everybody's all about some fuck the police, dude. I've oh, been yeah. about that fuck the police life since 1998, since I I was a child. I was like, "Fuck you!" And I just, I, of course, I didn't say it to him because I'm, a, I'm a pussy. No, no, but, of course. But I was just like, "Okay, okay, you know, Mister Officer, right, whatever." A cab, a cab. And then just walking back to the to the band room to get my tuba. Uh, I got it. Yeah, of course. <laughs> so, a, a prime candidate for the electric chair. A young ten year old tuba player. I had to go practice my tuba. <laughs> but on the walk back, I was like, "I think everyone's full of shit." Yeah, you know, like that. That didn't that like for what you do, and like I'm assuming this one of your first brushes with the police this was the real. first yeah. yeah 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 like like in like any capacity outside of tv you're like oh like they're supposed to be the good guys and that was some fucked up shit he just said to me like uh, the, yeah. the, you know what sixth grade or something like that. oh yeah 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 that's wild i had a similar thing uh, i was a little older so the story won't make me look as innocent but i was like 15 or 16 and me and my buddies were driving somewhere to go skateboard and you know we were shitheads and one of my friends threw like a Taco Bell sauce packet at somebody out the window of a uh-huh. car. You know, cool things you do when you're awesome and are good at talking to women. Yeah, yeah. And um, uh-huh. we get to the place where we're skating, and I guess somebody had seen us do this and wrote down my friend's license plate and called the cops on us. And so the cops roll up to this church we're skating at, and they're like, yeah, we got a report that you were throwing rocks at people's heads. Jesus. <laughs> I was like, all right. It's a sauce uh, packet. Sir. Yeah, I was, like, I was like, all right, obviously, like, we can't deny that we threw something, but it was definitely not a rock. It was a <laughs> fire sauce packet from Taco Bell because we got too much sauce. See, now Honestly, that's, that's deadly. Now, yeah, I would yeah. let <laughs> mild or verde slide. Verde, yeah, but that sauce, that blinds you. You get that fire in your Ooh, eyes. <laughs> yeah, shit, if you threw Diablo sauce, son, Ooh. that's the chair. <laughs> that's the chair. You, you know to- how many people I put in the chair? for throwing for, sauce back for Diablo sauce <laughs> I sent him right to Diablo <laughs> heaven forbid you had volcano <laughs> oh my god I know that's regional but still <laughs> uh, but I, I remember so like we're like okay like we didn't do that and we're all like you know minors at this point like 16 15 year old kids and I just remember this one cop just saying like he had he was like the alpha broy type dude and this is in Folsom California scant uh Hop, skip, and a drive away from the famous prison, of yeah. course. Hello, I'm Johnny Cash. Uh, Johnny Cash. <laughs> I know y'all are in here because you've been throwing hot sauce at people. And yeah, you ain't yeah, getting yeah. out anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> I hear my order coming. <laughs> coming around the bend. Well, uh, they're hanging Joe Bean this morning. <laughs> throwing hot sauce packets on the road. <laughs> <laughs> I eat my bread. That's uh, that's not even uh, Taco Bell. doesn't matter. Uh, I was trying to do a hung my I had reference. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we, we missed it. We whiffed it. That was from uh, the American number four, I believe. Uh, but uh, the guy, the broy cop, is just like, man, two bunch of 15 year olds. If I didn't have this badge on right now, you're the kind of kids I take by this building and fuck up. <laughs> he said he's going to like beat the shit out of wow. us. And then he tried to, he put some blanket. He's like, you can't come back to Folsom. Like, if you come back to this city, <laughs> we're going to arrest your ass. Wow. He's like, you can't do that. But I, at the time, I was like, that was my, I had run into the police before because of skateboarding and stuff. But usually it's just like, hey, come on, guys, you got to go. You know, you can't be skating here. We're like, yeah, yeah we get yeah. it. This is the first time where I was like, oh, fuck. Fuck you, dude. You're a huge piece of shit. 
Uh, you said that one year later, you and uh, Nerm got into uh, another another uh, tiff. We did, yeah. Um, about a year and a half later, actually. This was Easter Sunday, two thousand. Mm. Uh, and Boondock Saints had just hit the theaters the year before. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I measure time. <laughs> this is yeah, yeah. PBS pre Boondock Saints and A ABS A- ATD uh, after Troy Duffy's career. <laughs> no ATDC. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so this was uh, yeah, this was Easter Sunday, two thousand. Uh, similar situation. Yeah. Ner- Nerm and I are walking this time with a third friend. Yeah. Um, I forgot how we refer to the to the other, to the other guy in these stories, but anyway, uh, the three of us—it doesn't matter. We're all we're all walking down uh, down the street. Actually, I forgot to, the the crucial point of no, this. Let's, let's put a pin in it. Let's go back. Let's let's contextualize. The crucial it. point of this is that, and I'm gonna—I guess I'm gonna have to come up with like a. All right, so the other guy, we're gonna call him uh, Clovis Periwinkle. <laughs> okay. All right, so we've got Nerm Sturgis, Clovis Periwinkle, and sounds like and a delightful me. children's book you went to, you right, grew up right. in. <laughs> so. My mom fucking hates Nerm Sturgis because of the the stick. Oh, incident. the previous incident. Yes. My mom is like, you shouldn't be around that kid. He's yeah, a he's gonna give you the chair. Idiot. Gonna they're gonna the chair, they're yeah. gonna electrocute you to death. <laughs> and so, you know, she hates that kid, right? And so, but he comes. Uh, so, uh, Clovis and I had gone to Easter uh, Easter lunch with my parents uh-huh. and had eaten a shitload of food. And this is why it's important, is because. Like Clovis was one of them kids who's like, uh, you know, skinny as a fucking beanpole yeah. and never gains a pound and eats like a fucking asshole. Oh, yeah. Like me. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty. I had McDonald's <laughs> on my way here and I, yeah. and I have a gate about. Yeah. So he, he's one of them kids. So we just like chow down at this Easter lunch and then we come back. We're playing Rebel Assault 2 on my Gateway 2000 computer. Hell yeah. The uh, Gateway, baby. Yeah, dude, with the Microsoft joystick. We had it all. Got just, that cow mouse pad. Yeah, dude. <laughs> oh, yeah. I actually had a Yoda mouse pad. Oh, that's yeah. fucking sick. I so like we're that. playing that. Fucking uh, Nerm shows up and he's like, hey, uh, you guys want to go to Burger King? <laughs> After we get you know, classically on Easter Sunday. And we've yeah. already just eaten a shitload of food. Right. But fucking Clovis, against all odds, is just like, yeah, hell yeah! I could. I, all right, I can throw it out. I can and, throw it out some chicken fries. And so, and at the time, you know, we we'd gone full time green. We had a camera, you know. So oh, we you're were, filming we were everything. Filming everything. Yeah, I was yeah. same same with me. I'm sure. Up. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, got yeah. your. We had everything but the skateboards. We had bikes. <laughs> it was a BMX town. Oh, that makes sense. No, I mean it's a similar. It's a similar vibe. A lot of Fox racing hats. I'm yeah. sure. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It was. Uh, well, no, uh, uh, we didn't fuck with Fox. We had. Uh, it was That'd funny be a California had, thing. Well, we had skateboard helmets, so oh, we all okay. rode bikes, but we had ProTech helmets. Yeah, you did. I had the camouflage pro tech helmet I don't, uh, I don't even have a bike but i say so you do you fucking helmet. you got that clunge baby dude, with that was, protect camo helmet. it was dope dude but I, <laughs> I i wasn't even like a bmx kid i just had a mountain bike so yeah. i was just like the fat kid like tagging along like <laughs> Like I was too. You scared. were filming everybody. Else, I was filming right? everybody. Yep. I was the documentarian. Absolutely. I was too. I was too scared. To you got to have one. I was too scared to do jumps, man. Fuck <laughs> all that. I'm just gonna film. Yeah. Uh, and so, basically, Nerm says like Clovis is like, yeah, I'm hungry, and I'm, and I'm just even thinking like, you're fucking still hungry. Like we just come from lunch. Yeah, we're in the south, and it's Easter brunch. Yeah. We just went hard. We went really hard on the ham, you know. And so, uh, fucking, um, so Nerm is like, dude, I'll buy you a Whopper value meal. <laughs> If you go moon some cars. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so in broad daylight, presumably. In, of yeah. co- middle of the day on Easter Sunday. <laughs> the most broad of daylight. <laughs> and so we're like, all right, I'm going to film this shit. So I bring the camera. And my parents at the time lived just off of uh, Sanford Avenue, which leads right up to the junior high school. This actually happened 
now that I'm thinking about it, mere feet from where the stick was thrown. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is the exact same scene of the crime, except now... Uh, it's like uh, Stranger Things. There's something really, happening there. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. There's some dark energy there at that <laughs> intersection. But yeah, Ner- uh, uh, Nurm and Clovis are across the street, and I'm on the other side of the street trying to get a good wide angle. Right, you know, right, right. Like you do. <laughs> uh, I was like, guys, let me set up my shot. Uh, you know, like it was, you know... We gotta wait for magic hour. <laughs> teenage mooning, yeah, like by the mini John Ford, you know, and shit. <laughs> And uh, so we start rolling, and yeah. cars come by, and and fucking Clovis starts mooning the cars. Totally, stuff, you know, and it's hilarious. It's yeah. the funniest it's, thing. Ever. It's it's so taboo at that time. You're yeah, just like, we did it. We won. Yeah, yeah, we did. <laughs> Fuck all y'all. <laughs> Fuck you, small town. Look at our asses. <laughs> look at these child asses. <laughs> look, uh, at these, look at this crime over here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I'm filming this shit, and then a fucking cop comes and pulls perfect down the street in between us so now yeah. i'm cut off they're still on the side of the road from my next to my parents right, house. Right, right. i'm ne- on the walking trail on the other <laughs> side next to the junior high school you guys did this like feet away from your parents house yeah okay well, yeah, well, like sure. yeah they live like just off of this like you know yeah, uh, yeah. circle basically gotcha gotcha and uh so fucking uh normal and clovis run back towards my parents house totally the cop sees me and sees i'm cut off and starts like turning and i just start casually walking away and i'm just erasing everything that we just shot because i only had there was only probably like 30 seconds of footage yeah. and so i erased it so yeah he didn't have you're, shit yeah you're you that was smart you were like i'm burning it down we gotta we gotta yeah, torch yeah. it torch it this one's done so i'm like erasing it by just hitting record and like pretending that i'm filming trees i'm just like <laughs> oh look at these trees and the cop pulls up he's like he's like gets out of the car and just obviously knew what we were doing of course but like it, he's just like what are you doing i was like oh Class project. I'm, I'm supposed to film leaves I'm for biology. Film leaves. And he's like, let me see that camera. And he like looks, he tries oh, to like you, go review the footage. But you got it. But you I got it. it. It's gone, you know? Fucking genius. So he didn't have shit on me. I knew he didn't have shit on me. And uh, But anyway, he was like, all right, well, we're going to take you down to the police station and call your parents and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and I'm like, hey, man, my. They're quick to bring kids to jail in, dude, uh, in Auburn. The cops. Like... Dude, fuck the Auburn Police Department. Yeah, it sounds I've, like. I've it. hated them since I was fucking 12 years old. I still hate those motherfuckers. There's not a good one, and all they do is uh, just fuck with kids. Because uh, min- there's nothing else to do. Minorities right? and give college students DUIs. They're oh, literally good for nothing. Uh, yeah. Abolish the Auburn cops. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, just have it be a fucking, just uh, just, just, just anarchy there. I love yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. Fuck I'd be them. fine with that. Uh, but yeah, so they, they're like, oh, we're going to like take you down to the station or whatever. Like, for what? Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, I'm like, you yeah, know, for what? Yeah. They're like, well, you know, we think you did this and blah, blah, blah. We're going to call your parents. We got a hunch. And so I was like, hey, man. And uh, just my parents live across the street. Let's just go talk to them yeah. here. You yeah, know? it's a, it's it's a fastest. It's a faster situation. It's a way for faster. All of us. And so he was like, "Where do they live?" I'm like, literally right there. And I like point at the house and or like the street. You know, then the house is just around the bend. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, "All right." cool so he, we do a little u-turn and, and i got had to get in the back of the were car were you cuffed huh no i wasn't okay. cuffed i just had to sit in the back and he does a u-turn and goes and pulls into my parents house uh, into the into the neighborhood where my parents live just around the bend where my parents house is as they're turning there's like four police cars <laughs> already surrounding my parents Jesus house Jesus christ yeah this is the biggest crime this in is, auburn yeah, alabama this history is, this is insane three 14 year olds were mooning cars and now 
And now let's, we need backup. Yeah, yeah. We found a third one in the bushes. Actually, this was 2000. We were 13. We were yeah. 13 at the time. Oh, Three 13-year-olds are mooning cars, and it's the biggest crime in the history. It's like, I always tell this story, and I feel like I'm doing the Alice's Restaurant. Oh, no, you totally. Know, dumping garbage on top of the garbage. It was the biggest <laughs> crime in the history of the town. But it really was. And, I, and so there, as we pull up, the funniest part is my parents are aware of none of this. They're just like sitting inside watching TV. Yeah, they, there's just cops outside. And there's cops surrounding yeah. their home looking for these two idiots. As we pull up in the cop car, fucking Nerm and Clovis are being led down the driveway. <laughs> Dead man walking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, <laughs> and, and, and I get they let me out of the back and we just kind of like look at each other and we're just like, fuck. And uh, so we had to knock on the door, blah, blah, blah. They talked to my parents. It's stupid. Yeah. And at the end, uh, basically, you know, Clovis, Nurm are sitting there on the on the curb. Yeah. My parents get done talking to the cops and the, the cops go, well, Miss Langley, take these two down to the station and call their parents. And uh, my mom, who is uh, who hates ice, ice in her fucking veins, mm-hmm. just goes, hey, uh, that one right there, the tall one, <laughs> he can stay. You can take the other one away. <laughs> <laughs> she fucking ah, had sold the, him down the river. Sold him, and so Nurm got taken away, and uh, and I was that uh, is fascinating. Supposed to never ever see him again. Like there was an edict by my mom where yeah. it was like you cannot. You are forbidden. But I'm like, mom, I only have two friends. You can't <laughs> take away fifty percent of my friends. <laughs> Nerm and Clovis are the only two people I like. <laughs> and uh that's so, beautiful. Yeah, so it didn't stick, obviously. But yeah, yeah. That, that yeah, those are those are my two earliest wow. uh earliest brushes with yeah. the law. I've never been arrested, but they've that's they definitely you... have gone out of their way to fuck with us. I will say, uh before we go to break here, you did remind me in so many ways of just one quick story I'll tell. And then we'll uh we've got a we've got a, a presidential candidate coming Whoa, up here after what? the break. I'm very excited. Yeah, wow. he's, he's in Tulsi your house? Gabbard came over <laughs> the house. No, no, who is it? Uh I you know what? I said it in the intro, but I don't think I know right now. Oh, okay. Wow. <laughs> we'll find out in the next segment, but people already know because they heard it. Sure. Um, but uh, so similar situation. I'm hiding in some bushes filming a thing in a neighborhood yeah. that my friend is doing. Uh, and these are like tall bushes, uh, like in the like gap between two suburban houses, you know, like uh-huh. kind of side of the street bushes. Like the so, kind that Chris uh, Farley runs right into in Tommy Boy. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and I, I'm like in the bushes. So like you literally cannot see me from outside because of the shade and everything. But I had a great angle on what my friend was going to do, which was not even a prank he just went up to a stranger's house with uh like a bunch of uh like turf from a recently like stripped baseball field on Uh his back like a cape and a big stick and he just rang the doorbell and they answered he just went and then ran away (laughs) and it was really funny but this is how fucking boring the suburbs are i'm crouched in these bushes yeah they come out the neighbors come out. Everyone's like, did you see that kid? They have this huge like this neighborhood watch thing about my friend just kind of being a weirdo. <laughs> yeah, And yeah. they sat out there for like 20 minutes and I couldn't leave because I was sitting in the bushes like right in front of them with the camera. I filmed all of it. And they're just like sitting there like, yeah, so I don't know. I mean, I, he was... Sh- Jumping up and down and a hollering and a hooting, and then he ran off down that way. Down that way? Yeah, he went over there by the John Johnson. Yeah, you came by you, right? You saw him like talking about it at length, and then they just meander into how old are your kids now yeah, and all this yeah, shit. Yeah. And I was just stuck in these bushes for like, I yeah. think I've never had worse knees in my life. Did, did y'all do uh, dead knocking ever? Uh, is that similar to doorbell ditching? Yeah, yeah, yeah doorbell yeah, ditch. Yeah, yeah. yeah, where you just fucking ring the doorbell a bunch and run away. Yeah, yeah, we used to do it's that. It's the most thrilling thing. For yeah. some, it's the dumbest thing, but goddamn, it's 
it's it's exhilarating. The best one is in this neighborhood. The we would do a thing called power bombing, which uh-huh. uh, in my neighborhood, the way that these houses were built is. All of their electric boxes are on the outside behind in front of the wooden gate. So you could just open it up and shut off their power. <laughs> so we would just turn off people's power like at like night when all their lights are on so you could see at it. At night? Oh, well, God. Yeah, like, like, like when they're clearly awake because you see lights on yeah. in the house. You want to see the lights go off. That's oh, the only yeah, way it's obviously. fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And we would just wait outside and be like, oh, look, they came out and they had to turn their power back on. Isn't that funny? God. But one time we were hiding in the bushes after doing that and the guys, the lawn that we were hiding in, which was like a few houses down we just heard dogs start growling and we heard a really intense voice just go what do you smell girl <laughs> and i was just like okay we didn't do anything and like we just get up and just sprint and these dogs just go ape shit and he's like you get the fuck off my property like oh we my- fucked we fucked with them not you like oh we were God. literally yelling that we root like we're fucking with their neighbor and not him <laughs> anyway that's Jesus. just that's just uh what white kids are like <laughs> i think that the, the world will end sooner if anyone ever tells kids that you can't really get in trouble until you're like 18. Yeah. Yeah. You have to, yeah, you figure it out. Like, like all these experiences with the cops, like nothing happened. Like, of course nothing they happened. They just try to put the fear they of God in you. They can't do anything yeah. to you because you're a fucking idiot. Yeah, you're a child and you're just <laughs> running around with your ass out. You have a gooey brain. <laughs> So you could just do whatever. <laughs> that can't ever leak out. Like no, if no, they that know. is that is sec- yeah, that's secret information. That, yeah. You got to keep that under wraps. That is the that's that's a bigger secret than like God and Santa being fake. Like as soon as they <laughs> if they tell you that, you yeah, know, then then, uh, then it's just fucking pandemonium. Yeah. Dogs and cats living together. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Speaking of dogs and cats living together, we're gonna take a quick break here and get uh, another a cool cat to join these two big dogs. Hey, Uh-oh, that's, that's a transition. Because uh, uh, Rivers, obviously, you can stick around because we're in your house. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we're going to do a quick break. We'll be back with more Bleak and Review with more Rivers Langley and a presidential candidate, insert name here, after this. <laughs> Welcome back to Bleak and Review. I remain Kevin Anderson. Sitting over there in the captain's chair, we got Rivers Langley still. Huh? What? <laughs> okay. You're okay. Doing, you're doing your little John, of course. Uh, and we're joined by our uh, our next guest, a uh, very, very important uh, guest for this time. I mean, the, I mean, politics have never been more important than they are right now, Rivers. Would you agree? Yes. <laughs> Yes, I do. It's, uh, it's not like everything sucks and nothing matters. Uh, no, it's great. No, it's, it's the system. You got to trust in the system. And <laughs> sure, of course, we have uh, a candidate that I'm actually not that familiar with running in the uh, upcoming election. Please welcome to the show uh, presidential candidate Garland Trowell. Garland Trowell, is that correct? That is correct, Kevin. Wow, well, thank you so much for being here. You wore a suit and everything. It's hot today. Uh, listen, I'm not getting a lot of coverage from media. Oh, so yeah. I dress the part when I get the chance, you know. When you get the part, I, you know, I need, I need the attention, so I, you know, I I dress presidential. Why do you feel you're being shut out of the process uh, when it comes to the fourth estate? I think uh, a lot of my my uh, my platform is a little controversial. Oh, okay. So you you don't think it's too it's too raw for the uh, the mainstream media to to cover. You know, the left says I'm too far left that I'm right, and the right says I'm too far right that I'm left. <laughs> this sounds this sounds like a very confusing uh, geometry question. <laughs> yeah, I I you know, I 
Don't no, really... Nobody wants you on their side, it sounds like. It sounds nobody... like you exist on both the X and Y axes. Uh, of That's the about right. Yeah. That's about right. You're like on the Z axis. You're like in the, the place between places on like a weird Smash Bros glitch. You're the political <laughs> panopticon. <laughs> yes, which is probably I didn't understand. Be I didn't understand the Smash Bros. Uh, uh, it's a, a video game series, uh, two-dimensional. They okay. Often... <laughs> that... That's not part of why I'm here. Today. Okay, yes, I'm sorry. I don't want to get off topic. So you are, but you are indeed hoping that people will Pokemon go to the polls. <laughs> that would have been great two that, years if, ago. That's what Hillary Clinton fucking said. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's oh. how I knew we were fucked. Yeah, that was that was gross. So yeah. that's not that's not part of your platform is Pokemon no. going to the polls. No. <laughs> okay, that's good. I, um, I you know, I you know, a fortnight before the election, I'll. Uh, I'll get the word out, but and that's a Fortnite F O R T N I T E, like the video game, right? Okay, I just want to make sure. Uh, and so I'm also on Fortnite. I, you know, yeah, I use my name Garland Trow when I'm playing teenagers. Oh, oh that's wow. your that's your okay. PSN yeah. handle. Yeah, okay. I don't know what I'm doing. I just hit buttons. Yeah, it's tough. It's a tough game, and uh, those yeah. kids can be pretty ruthless with the voice oh, chat. Oh yeah, absolutely. I like that. I throw it on. But you're so you're too far left for the right. No, you're too far left that the right thinks you're. Right. I don't know. It's confusing. Nobody wants you. Is what we were saying. What are, what are some of these platforms that are kind of ostracizing you from the uh, the main uh, focus of the conversation surrounding politics? Uh, well, uh, first off, I want to keep uh, Area 51 secrets uh, quiet. Okay. I want to keep. You know, that's, that's a little controversial. You want to uh, kill Bob Lazar. He's been <laughs> yeah, saying too much. He's been saying a lot. Yeah. Uh, I watched that documentary on Netflix. It's mm. uh, Is that where you got that pa- that patch on your suit? The uh, I, I want to kill Bob Lazaro wa- patch? No, no, no. I, oh, okay. You didn't get that from the documentary. No, I had a friend uh, who wants to kill Bob Lazar. And he said, if you get elected, you know, make oh, he's this. he's sponsoring your suit. Make this part of my patio platform you know uh okay so he, he kind of like nascar gets like a tide sponsorship you have people sponsoring different patches on your your presidential suit to, to murder but, uh alien based whistleblowers but i want you, <laughs> i i you know there's reasons behind that i think you know alien technology gonna cost american jobs right oh absolutely because we can't you know we can't manufacture the things that the aliens manufacture we got to get aliens to manufacture yeah. it uh, and yeah. I'm not talking about illegal aliens. I'm talking about alien aliens yeah, yeah. who are probably illegal because they they ain't from here. They're illegal in the biggest sense of the word. Yeah. Think I mean, of, think about how long it would have taken and how many jobs we could have created if Jeff Goldblum and Will Smith had taken a <laughs> traditional rocket to the mothership and not the uh, the alien fighter. That's very true. Uh, uh, and the the thing that I find fascinating about it is that uh, even though your platform is that you want to keep this technology away so it doesn't destroy American industry. But is it is it kind of like, do you foresee some kind of a, a, a boom in like like alien cars coming over to replace like American-made cars? Is Listen, that what they, you're afraid of? They are out there. They're out there. The Ooh. alien cars? They are they are out there. It's not. It's not just the Ford Probe anymore. <laughs> ah. uh, to the stars with the Ford Taurus, uh-huh. right? That's astrological. Out to the Galaxy Five Hundred. <laughs> and In my <other> Astro. <laughs> and other ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. In my Rocket Eighty Eight. Okay, we're going back about, into the fifties now. Is that what, like that? I drive a Cutlass Supreme. Can we work that in here? <laughs> oh yeah. yeah no, I that's... saw your other patch next to the. I'm gonna kill Bob. You have. Uh, just a, a logo of a Cutlass Supreme. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sponsorship, it's of course. It's a reliable car. Yeah. Of course. It's American. Planned obsolescence uh, be damned. You know? Yeah. L- ludicrous tells us. Uh, <laughs> rolling in a Cut Supreme. Getting down low, knack jack, tucked and lean. I split your spleen. Huh? Is 
that, is that part of your platform as well? Split the spleen? I'm, I'm, he's allergic to doc-prescribed antihistamines. Okay. What is your thing on healthcare? <laughs> yeah, what is your thing on healthcare? Let's analyze well, your entire platform listen. through the lyrics of Jermaine Dupri and Ludacris' Welcome to Atlanta, please. Uh, I, you know, a lot of uh, my healthcare... Uh, is encompassed in my uh, stance on sexual education. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, uh, for or against? Uh, I'm for, but it's a unique, uh, unique brand of sexual education. It's not abstinence only. It's not it's good. It's not uh, necessarily straight up teaching sex ed. It's uh, improv sex ed. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, wow. Like so okay. you tell me one fact about sexual relations, and I yes and you. Okay. Oh wow. So this okay. is kind of like a UCB STD kind of thing. So we got yeah, going like, on like here. Tell me a tell me a fact. A fact about sexual relations. Yeah. Um, when a man uh, ejaculates, uh, sperm comes out of his penis. Unless the jury's still out on that, I don't know. I that's, feel like that's a fact. And that sperm has lasers in it that <laughs> what? come from Area Fifty One. <laughs> No, they, literally come from Area 51. Uh, you know, they can destroy a woman's uterus with their laser sperms. Okay. See what so, we're oh, doing we're, here. Oh, I get it. We're doing a scene. Oh, yeah. We're, oh, yes. And, uh, yes, we're, and we're, I have two penises because I'm an alien. This is called fucking Harold. <laughs> <laughs> but you're getting it, you know? Yeah, no, I'm picking it up now. So you want to... Uh, and I want children to use their imagination. Right. Uh, you know? To learn about sex, but do you like when I when I was a child, I had a man tell me about what sex was like, and he said the stuff comes out of your, you know, your thingy. So he didn't give you a lot of specifics. He <laughs> said it was. He told me it was blue. Double D double die. Ooh. And uh, you know, I that colored my experiences for years. <laughs> Quite literally. Wow. Uh, so literally. you're you're advocating for. Uh, uh, improv-based disinformation campaign sure. <laughs> for young children it's learning more, about sex. It's more, more of an opportunity for children to use their imaginations uh, uh, yes. we in, need more artists. in concert with their bodies. Okay. You know? uh, and uh, how would you implement this if elected? Would you... Uh, it would be like a mandatory... Like, Are we talking elementary schools? Are we talking middle school, high school? I uh, would get my secretary of education uh, from... There would be two secretaries of education. Okay. It, one person would be uh, UCB. Uh-huh. Uh huh. The other person, what, groundlings or uh, Second City Improv uh, Olympic, <laughs> would be you know there's a on a, a the Pornhub. <laughs> Certainly, oh, yeah. There's yes. like a an education section. Whoever's in charge of that? We got. I got a mind. This is news. Rivers, are you familiar no. with this? Yeah, let's look it up. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know that there. I mean, I know stuff about school. I know about schoolgirl fantasies and stuff. Like I've seen that. I have not seen an education section. It did education on station. But I'm an X videos it, guy myself. Is, is it Pornhub.edu? Is that how you? <laughs> is that how you find it? I, I'm, I don't. I don't remember. I did. I do remember. I, I definitely uh, used that web portal in college. Wow, too. he ain't kidding. Wow. Wow. Sex. Oh my God. Wow. Is this based on that uh, trigger warning with Killer Mike episode where they did <laughs> shit like this with <laughs> porn, teaching you how to fix sinks and stuff? I mean, can we read off some of the names of some of these videos? Let's Rippers. see. Uh, uh, sex education. C F N M. Oh that's, yeah, that's uh, that's something having to do with New Mexico. <laughs> Uh, POV remix. Uh, uh, remix? Yeah, remix. <laughs> remix. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, 
Okay. Uh, I like how there's just a hardcore fuck scene happening on the sidebar. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, top 10 real movie penetration sex scenes. That's not education. That's just that's clickbait. A, that's no, just no. like Martin. Uh, there's a different section in there somewhere. It says, <laughs> it says like, uh, I don't know, uh, somewhere on there. I mean, I'm not going to keep, <laughs> keep scrolling Pornhub because I'll just leave the conversation altogether. <laughs> Wait but, a sec. You uh, could be the first person <laughs> to get erect on this podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be big. I mean, as far as I know. Uh, Listen, running for president is hard, you know? <laughs> very hard. <laughs> so so you would like, you would have a, uh, you would be bringing on as your, sec- one of your secretaries of education, the... Uh, the secretary of education. The secretary. Hey, I like that. I don't I hate that. And you know, then, you know and, who you should have as your secretary? Maggie Gyllenhaal from Ooh, the film Secretary. Yes, yes. That and one then you where can, she's getting all dommed and shit. And that's, then, a, that's a character and she then, plays. But then when she doesn't do what you want, you can spank her. Yeah. Yeah. You can be like, balance the budget. And then she's like, no. And then you're like, yeah. And then when America calls you a creep, you just go, it's art. And then everyone backs <laughs> off. It's chill. You're like, no, it's it's cool because it's ex- examining creepy stuff. Yeah. It's not actually creepy. I get no pleasure out of this, is mm-hmm. what you would say to lie. Um, yeah. So so you would have, uh, you would be hiring these people to go to uh, schools and kind of do like a UCB 101 but it's like STD fun oh fun kind of thing where you sure. yes. you would throw out a fact or have the kids throw out the facts that they know and then you'd all just uh, make do make, goof em ups yeah just make a scene about it should we try should we try a scene because I kind of botched Did the it? other one we could try one if you guys want I mean Rivers are you down yeah I'm down okay yeah. uh, how do you feel about it uh, Trowel Mr. Trowel I mean we could do it I would rather talk about other parts of my platform okay. well maybe if we run out of shit to talk about we'll do it later <laughs> okay uh, what other? Uh, this is the famous uh, no but uh, part of the uh, part of the, <laughs> which the is, lesson. Which is a no but is a, a thing I'm reading from your pamphlet here. It's a, uh, a seminar on how uh, just having anal sex does not mean you're not still a virgin. <laughs> it's not a. It's not. It's, some people say I'm pure in the eyes of God if I just do butt stuff. Uh, I don't know if anyone grew up with people like that. I sure did. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that could be something there. But uh, so and soaking is sex. That is oh, also yes. part of my. Oh yes. yeah. Soaking. Uh, uh, of course, the practice not... of just leaving your uh, your penis inside a woman without thrusting. <laughs> but, that, but you know that's for not, a good 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 fifteen minutes. That's or so. not a part. That's not really part of my plan. You know no, that's no. A, that's an offshoot of you know. <laughs> hey, you, wait a minute. When you go through the bullet points of the, yes. uh, you know. Soaking is not se- that's part of my soaking equal sign slash through it sense. Right, yeah, right. totally. Uh, so, what other uh, platforms are you running on? Uh, uh, on your on your uh for your 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 campaign trail. You know there's some Mormon guy out there that they're like, oh, they call him the super soaker. <laughs> <laughs> this guy soaks all day, baby. Oh, <laughs> uh, and when he busts, it's like gallons like a he's, super soaker. He's the sting of soaking. <laughs> <laughs> Soak sting. <laughs> sting of soaking might be the episode title. We'll find out. Uh just that's a, mo- a note for later, Kevin. Uh, so, um, so Garland, what other oh, what other uh, platforms? I would like to see some campaign finance reform. Okay, yeah, absolutely. Uh, this is a big, uh, a big uh, contentious issue. These and days. it's, uh, it's not, it's kind of going the other way. I don't, I don't want, I don't want to see like the minimum. I, I, there's a reason uh, I'm funding my campaign solely with cryptocurrency. Oh, that's so yeah, you're, you're I want on the a cutting crypt- edge. A cryptocurrency based campaign finance system. Okay. Um you think we're talking Bitcoin. We're talking Bitcoin, Bitcoin. shitcoin. <laughs> shitcoin. You know, there's a know lot about. there's a lot of different coins out there. Mm-hmm. Uh you know, di- varying values, you know, you send someone a, you know, I don't know, uh 
there's Dick Coin where you just trade in titanium knees that used to belong to Dick Cheney. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> you know, there's a lot of different, lot of different cryptocurrencies out there. We need to explore. We need to form an exploratory committee. Okay, uh, and you're so you're not against. Uh, I uh, think we need interest groups. You just want the way that you get paid to be different, right? I just want I <laughs> okay. want it to be very volatile. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, oh, yes. Yeah, unpredictable. Unpredictable. Interesting. Because you know what, life is unpredictable. That is true. Why I, I think shouldn't we can all our economy that. be? That is true. So you want to get not only campaign financing, would you like to see our entire economy kind of move towards a more cryptocurrency based yes. system? Yes. Uh, I'm not very familiar. I've never bought uh, cryptocurrency. Rivers, have you bought cryptocurrency before? Uh, I have listened to thousands of hours of the Joe Rogan experience, <laughs> so I feel like I have. We're like we're a few. We're like a year away from Joe Rogan having his own cryptocurrency. Oh, right? he'll be the treasury, yeah. uh, the secretary of uh, treasury. Uh, it's called Rogan Bucks or something. <laughs> Robux. Robux. Sears and Robux. Yeah. Yeah. I don't hate that. He'll be the treasury secretary uh, during the. Uh... Yeah. Are you going to bring on Joe Rogan for this? <laughs> Uh, I have not talked to him yet. Okay. Why? Oof, that's 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 but, the, where all the good presidential candidates are going. Right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 If you're not doing Rogan, I, I mean, say. this podcast is pretty prominent. We're like, I would say, a notch or two below that, like in terms of listeners. Like we're maybe <laughs> one or two steps below the Joe Rogan. Experience. I'm hoping, you know, I'm hoping this, you know, I just crack the door open a little bit and then we kick it down. You know. Oh, uh, like literally, you want to break into a studio and. Well, I mean, you're not ruling it out. I'm not ruling it out. <laughs> okay. You're, you know you're coming was... in that studio like can... Twisted Sister. <laughs> we go in the studio. We... Rock! We go in the studio, we have a Joe Rogan impersonator, and we got the background. <laughs> Wait, you got a Joe Rogan impersonator? Where did you find another human thumb? <laughs> they out there. <laughs> was it They're butter... my constituency. Was it Butterbean, yeah. the boxer? <laughs> it was Butterbean on it was, the Atkins It was Kurt, Kurt Angle and Joe Rogan are the only two people that look like that. <laughs> Uh, so you got a Joe Rogan impersonator, and you 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 threw a green screen up to make it look like his nondescript studio, right? And uh, you, so you did like a kind of a mock podcast of it. We uh, didn't do it, yeah. We, we, oh, you're working. We didn't do it. Okay, I like this. Uh, and you got uh, do you it's have any... a, it, it, you know it's legal because it's parody. Right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And but is it? You know, I mean, it's holding up a mirror to society for sure. Right, uh, it's really good satire. <laughs> it's parody for parity. Uh, <laughs> making fun of it to try to bring the, you know, parody. English Give major, it. baby. Mm-hmm. Love it. Yeah. Uh, and so so campaign uh, finance reform, just general economic overhaul sounds like one of your things. Um, what, were, what are some other big issues that are very, I mean, what are we, where are we at with like uh, 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 rights for uh, same-sex couples in the workplace or same-sex, uh, like, you know, uh, LGBT people in the workplace. That's a big thing right now. A lot of things happening where they may not be held liable uh, or the, the companies won't be held liable for firing them for their preference. Do you have any thoughts on that? And I'd this like, is a thing that's really fun to riff on. So let's get into it. I would like to, re- <laughs> I would like to reverse it. I would like that LGBTQ people, QA people. Can, QIA, question QIA, mark, I le- Okay. <laughs> uh, Hold on now. <laughs> I don't know what uh, I don't know if we have any A's where I'm from, but uh, you know, uh, <laughs> where are you from, by the way? Not Oakland, certainly, because you have no, a lot no. of A's. There's a lot of A's in Oakland. I'm yeah, uh, I'm right. from I'm from Texas E. Texas E. Oh yeah, is that a city or a town? What that's is that? a drug. It's, uh, I'm I'm all fucked up on Texas baby. That's when you roll Molly Hatchet. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Popping Molly Hatchet. It's okay, where, that might be I'm always flirting with disaster. Ah, <laughs> yeah. traveling down the road, yeah. baby. Uh, it is uh, where where Texas meets Tennessee. 
Oh, the Lucero song. Yeah, yeah. That's just for me. It's okay. Uh, uh, So, okay, so Texas E, you don't know if you got any asexual people out there? Yeah, we don't know about that. Yeah, but you you said you want to reverse it where they are... They just get to uh, discriminate against... So you want to flip the script? I want to flip the like script. That. That's pretty. That's pretty wild. I kind of get the whole two left for the le- right or whatever, or two left for the left and two right for the right thing now, right? Because that is a pretty drastic measure. Uh, where it's kind of in your I don't, idea, it's like they can all you can just fire straight people. I don't ascribe to one particular belief system, right? Yeah, and that's good. You should you should definitely be able to uh, formulate your own belief systems. Party lines are a huge problem in this country. You got to mix it up. You got to mix it up. You got to flip the script where the script could be flipped. You know what I'm saying? I mean, if you don't flip that script, there won't be no script. Little John 316. Uh. But <laughs> but also when you need to improv, especially with sexual education, you can do that. You don't need a script for that. You know? Oh, no. Yeah. You, you flip the script unless the script's been thrown out right. already and you're just going to wing it. Just riff. Just riff. Uh, and so, so you want to uh, you want to give more rights. You want to empower uh, the LBG, LB. G T Q I I got it. I got it. Uh, plus community by allowing them to kind of just uh, discriminate against straight people at will. Yes. Okay. I don't. Have, I actually don't have any problems with that. <laughs> I'm fine with that. <laughs> Rivers, how do you feel about it? As that's a fellow not, straight man, that sounds good. All right. Well, the two, you you got two, two candidates, two two endorsers you got right two, here. All right. Two votes. Uh, and then uh, any other any other uh, big policies that you want to get out there? I mean, it's your time to speak. Uh, we want to give you a platform. Uh, I we, got a, yeah. a, a couple. I got a. I want to make it standard that there's a three spaces after a period instead of two or one. It's one now. Uh, what it's that, always been one. What's happened that is one now? I, I, as somebody who recently learned within the last year that it's not two anymore, I learned when I think that's a typewriter thing. Yes. Uh, and anytime on a computer, it's always been one space. Yeah. But again, flip the script. You're saying three spaces. I'm saying three spaces. A small indent. Because we stop and we think about what we're going to say next. Ah, uh, okay. So, so you want, you I want think people to take humanity a in general needs to think about what they say. So you, you, put a period at the end of a sentence you go okay now i'm ready to talk yeah, you, again you, catch, you get some room tone and then you, <laughs> you get um now i don't know I, I maybe i'm out of the loop in terms of politics how much power would a president have over changing grammar <laughs> i don't know I, we I, we gonna find out we, yeah, i guess so yeah i mean rivers you're hey, i got major. executive orders ready to go uh do you what what are your thoughts on this well rivers? it's always been one space right uh, i will uh absolutely fight anybody who says it's two spaces that's wrong <laughs> this uh, is the hill you're, but i'm you're, saying you're three out. spaces so yeah, this is a whole new thing. I, I mean, I'm 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 open to change, but I'm I'm just particularly mad at the two space people. See, it's uh, it's it's really the uh, you know, it's 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 not the one percent. It's the the two percent. It's the two percent. It's the milk. Yeah. Yeah. It's the two percent people percent that milk. are pissing me off. The milky people. Yeah. All those milk toast two percenters out there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just a fun little grammar aside real quick because Rivers you might enjoy this uh, another time that I learned that adults are full of shit and I've said this on the podcast before had a substitute teacher in fourth grade that tried to tell the class that you put a question mark outside the quotations when you're someone in a uh, dialogue is asking oh, a question yeah, yeah. and I, as a fourth grader I said that's not right Mr. Nick yeah. <laughs> oh well uh, I remember my because uh, my last name ends with S so I used to do 
R-I-V-E-R-S apostrophe. Right, all right. right? That's what I do as well when I write your name and when I'm saying a possessive of you. Yeah. Is that, is that correct? So it's actually not. Hmm. So an apostrophe uh, <laughs> indicates something is missing. And back in medieval times, it would have been like, if it, we were talking about my phone, it'd be, well, not in medieval times, but you know what I mean. My <laughs> the sword, restaurant, no, in the restaurant, medieval my times. Sword, uh, <laughs> my, my sword. It would be Rivers's sword, and it would spell R-I-V-E-R-S-E-S. Oh. And the apostrophe substitutes for the missing E. Oh, so whenever you do apostrophe S, it's supposed to be ES at the end, but that looks fucking stupid now, so it's apostrophe S. But I always wrote it, Rivers apostrophe, and my English teacher, because uh, she was also fucking wrong, told me <laughs> that the only time that it's S apostrophe and without a subsequent S is if you're talking about Jesus or Moses. <laughs> I... Auburn is crazy. It's fucking dumb. <laughs> it's really dumb. Uh, 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 Mr. Uh, Mr. Trowell, how do you feel about this? Is this kind of syncing up with what you'd like to see in grammar reform? Uh, what do you feel? Uh, yeah, What's your stance I, on apostrophes? I like the way it is. I like it. What as, do we do as, when we're talking about Jesus' shoes? <laughs> I yeah, say, let's talk about his shoes for a second. You can walk. Wait, wait. Is it uh, that's the shoes that he wears when he leaves the footsteps in the sand? Is that? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and the, the ones that. Uh, wait, he doesn't leave the footsteps. How does that work? He, he jumps does. on. He jumps on your back and you pick it. You, <laughs> you, you give Jesus. A, you give him. Yeah, you give him a piggyback ride because he's too drunk. Right. <laughs> that's a sketch. Oh my god. <laughs> Don't steal it, internet. That's we got this. Shit. Let's film this. We that's have so to, funny. We have to write and film this before the episode drops on October. Lord, during my my hardest times, you your footprints weren't there. It's, <laughs> when I was carrying. That's because I was on your back. Because uh, we were in Cancun, I, baby. I wanted upsies. <laughs> Carry me. Uh, speaking of Jesus, how do you feel about a uh, uh, separation of church and state? I'm for it. <laughs> okay. Wait, for it being separate or yes, that's what you're saying? Yes. Okay, I just want to make sure. Okay. Yes, and. That's one that I don't have a, a very you just nuanced. Say, you just keep it where it is. You know. That's what they say in the Constitution, which I think, you know, we have the to great abide American, by. The great American document, except, you know, with the, well, they don't talk about cryptocurrency. No, know? they don't, but. You know, um, they don't talk about financial chaos. What's your uh, favorite amendment? <laughs> this is good. To, I'm just prepping you for the debates that you've probably already been doing. Mo- uh, the fifth. The fifth? You like you like the fifth. So you are yeah. pleading the fifth on this question. Well, well mostly, yeah, well, okay. It's, it's mostly, a snake eating its own tail, mm-hmm. really. Uh, because, uh, you know, a lot has been said about the emoluments clause. Oh, yes, and, of course. And uh, what, what's going on with that currently, right. with the current administration. And I don't support, uh, I don't think the president should have to divest. I have uh, a chain of beachfront gift shops. <laughs> oh, Ooh. really? Funny hats? Uh, Yeah. They got They're like, like little little uh, seashell things, yeah. little, little uh, kind of beachy snow globe things. Okay. There's always a guy with a, with a black and white guitar and rollerblades out front rolling around. We sell, we sell those like mean people suck shirts. Oh, yeah. And, and like, hilarious And shirts. like drunk person number one, drunk person number two, drunk person number... How, How far it? do those go? They make money. <laughs> they make money on those beachfronts. They people People get drunk and they like shirts that say, I'm drunk. Yeah, well, I, I was going to ask this because this this came up on an earlier episode of uh, of our podcast. We we're doing uh, lists, and one of the lists that didn't make the cuts. I can ask you uh, if you could just you know populate a list real quick. Uh, top five worst beachfront souvenir shop songs, because I think <laughs> that's a genre 
That's like that's the only place that you're now gonna hear like Sublime, oh, no okay. doubt. Like, I thought you meant jingles for beachfront no, no, places. No, 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 I no. get it now. No, I just mean like shit that you would hear at a beachfront gift shop. Like what mm. when you go to your gift shops? Like, what, what do you play at your? But I, yeah, what? are you saying worse for you, best for me? I'm saying what do you play in your? Uh, What's in your, your top? Shop? What's your yeah, top five? I'll, I'll tell you the ones that piss me off. Uh, you know <laughs> I. We get a little Margaritaville in there. You gotta. Oh, it pisses me off. You gotta do it. Uh, it's a new segment. I love this segment. Cheeseburger in Paradise. I hate okay, that. Okay, so I two. So Buffett's two for two Lots so far. Of uh, we go with uh, Matchbox Twenties. Three a.m. Oh, wow. okay. Curf, oh, that's switching curf, it up. Curveball. I, I don't associate you, that with the beach. You gotta. At all. You gotta go middle of the road for some You're people. You know. Bear, bear. You got people oh. coming in from everywhere from oh. the beach. I'm on yeah. this beach and it it's is like, sandy. <laughs> It's like having a neutral accent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's the nineties. It's the 90s voice. It's like, yeah. you could just yeah. like it's like Hootie the Blowfish, uh, Train, Train. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, that Matchbox. Br- it brings me to my other song, which is uh, uh, is Smooth. It, oh. oh, yeah. See, that's that's a perfect Santana, beachfront. Yeah, yeah Santana gift and Rob song. Thomas, uh, classic duet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's that's four, I believe. We got and two then, two uh, Buffets, two Rob Thomases. Then the Pina Colada song. Oh, okay, Rupert yeah, okay. Holmes. Rupert yeah. Holmes. Yeah, that's pretty good. I'd buy some dumb shit to that. Okay. Like I could do that. Yeah. What, what, which, what, what's on your list? I, I mean, I hate all those songs. Uh, <laughs> Sa- uh, Santeria by Sublime. Uh-huh. Uh, you always hear uh, Spiderwebs by No Doubt. Uh, yep, that yep, would be yep. that would be another one. Basically, just the entire year 1996. Uh, song two by Blur. Oh yeah, uh, that would be a beachfront. Uh, you, you know what uh, I'm realizing as you're saying this list. This is also perfect for like a Zoomies playlist, like inside of Zoomies at the mall. Yeah, yeah that's exactly. what I'm relating to now as yeah. a NorCal scumbag. Uh, <laughs> you got you to gotta throw on uh, uh, Wannabe by the Spice Girls. Oh, yeah. Uh, just to show everyone that you got like, you're like, hey, we're, we're like, we, we don't take ourselves too seriously. Well, that's a fuck. I mean, you know, you just have to like think like, what can you roller, like a song that has the tempo of rollerblading. Right. You know, bow, yeah, absolutely. Bow, bow. It's perfect. And uh, I would say, like, early 2000s Modest Mouse would make an appearance, too. Oh, by the way, I came to a a stunning realization about Modest Mouse because I was going to say the other one would be uh, All Around the World by the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh, right. Yeah. uh, In which he does a very problematic Asian uh, accent at some (laughs) point. Where he's like, oh, no. I know, I know for sure. Ding, ding, dong, dong, ding, ding, dong, oh. dong, ding, ding. Oh my god, <laughs> it's a real thing. Look it up. I'm, I sung it verbatim. I'm quoting. Yeah, this, it's a this, parody satire. It's satire. It's true. It's yeah. not satire. Oh, yeah, that's it's right. Fact. Just uh, talk about accents. Uh, that's a, a part of my part of my uh, part of your platform, platform is uh, everyone we, should do an offensive accent. No, we need to make a generic. We need to. Settle on an accent. Ooh, like for a, America, like a, like a national accent. Right, because like, we've got Bostonians, we've got New Yorkers, it's like an Esperanto, got, but accents. Yeah, right. Esperanto. Esperanto. Yes. That's a tough one. We teach our children in school. We teach them that. Ac- Listen, this isn't even my natural accent. I this is something I learned. Yeah, it definitely has been way like kind of going all. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> you're playing around with a few different things. So I'm, I'm testing the waters. I get it. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> We got to we soaking. We got to we got yeah, we I'm, I I'm I'm figuring out what I think is the best 
American accent. I, I also think that we should have universal, and this is just uh, some wordplay, but I also think that we should have universal spray-on deodorant, Axe spray-on toe. <laughs> I, <think we> <laughs> I think that too. So I don't know. I kind of get where you're coming I from. I disagree with that. Uh, you do? You think we should have, uh, you think that it should, I'm talking about like a public option. I'm saying Axe is the public option. You can get better deodorant if you want to pay for it. You know, <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. I think we should only get a, uh, Stuff with uh, massive levels of aluminum. That'd be axe. That's that's what the A stands but for. Like mo- but like more. <laughs> oh, so more. You want worse axe. Yeah. Okay. Because <laughs> listen, we need a national scent. We need a national scent. So you want a national accent and a national scent. Yeah. Uh, what are you thinking for? You're thinking like a vague southern thing for the national accent, it sounds like. It's, with yeah. a little bit of Philly in there, I heard. Yeah, I'm not... Uh, I'm toying around with it. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're, you're working on I've it. I've got the national scent, by the way. What's the national scent? It, it's got to be the official scent of the Caruso Malls. So if you've ever gone to the Grove or if you've been to the Americana here in LA, the Caruso company, they fill their air ducts with a very specific uh, scent that's, I believe, called like citrus tobacco. Yeah. And there's a uniform scent wafting through all Caruso properties and that is a pleasurable scent. And what's more American than the mall? You know, yeah. like that should... I'm America should smell like a mall. It's either I, that or a baseball dugout. Those I, are the cover me that... in the smell of Auntie Anne's, baby. <laughs> I want to smell like Auntie Anne's buttery-ass pretzels. I'll, I'll tell you what smell I do not want. I was uh, in my kitchen the other day right. and I had eaten a banana. In Texas Sea, right? In Texas Sea. <laughs> right. You're eating a and, banana. And... Uh, the banana, like I ate a banana, and then I had the banana in the garbage. Oh, and the yeah. gar- banana was just—I could smell that banana yeah, that, in the garbage. Yeah, mm. when they once it, once a peel is brown, you know, yeah. it's it's gonna be rough. It's it gonna be a rough deal. You gotta take that the, trash out. It was not pleasant. It's not appeeling. Uh, no. <laughs> what ha- what happened? <laughs> I think I think you just became me for a second. Uh, so um, since we're uh, probably coming up to plugs here, uh, is there any final? Uh, which I I'd be happy to give you uh, you know a final platform to say something to the people of America uh, to secure their vote. Is there anything you'd want to get out to your possible constituents? Uh, I would before say we plug our bullshit. <laughs> I would say go to gallintrow.com. Okay. And uh, can you spell that? G A R L I N T R O W E L L. Okay. As the person who has to write the description for this podcast later, I appreciate that. <laughs> dot com. You know, dot com. Yeah, yeah, dot com. And then, uh, you know, click on donate and donate some cryptocurrency to my campaign. So you won't accept any kind of Venmo, PayPal, anything like that. You're no. specifically, okay. Specifically, Just make sure. cryptocurrency. Okay. Okay. Uh, you know, you can go to one of them cryptocurrency ATMs. Oh yes, yes. They are everywhere. They are. E- uh huh. <laughs> they are everywhere in the. You know, you everywhere go, gold is hid. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you find them in strange bars sometimes. You yeah. Know? <laughs> yeah, I see them at very yeah, like like uh, there was this bar here at L.A. Karma Lounge, I believe, that had uh, had a cryptocurrency thing going on. That's the first one I ever saw, and maybe the only one I've ever seen in public. Oh no, that's there's one in my favorite bar too. It's the uh, the wine bar at Gelson's. Oh really? Yeah. Wow. The possibilities are endless. Are endless. You can find there's so many different places you can purchase cryptocurrency and then forward it to my campaign. Yeah. Well, uh, that is a good message. If you want to support, go to uh, garlandtrowel.com. Click on donate. And what do you recommend if people who do that get a immediate 404 error not found? <laughs> 
Just keep trying. Just keep trying. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Listen, I go to Pornhub and click education. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's the back door entrance. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, obviously, this episode's coming out on uh, Friday, October twenty fifth. Rivers Langley, we'll start with you for plugs uh, here, uh, or continue with plugs. What do you want uh, people to know about? Obviously, Goods from the Woods Pod. Yeah, check out the Goods from the Woods podcast. Uh, that's my show. Uh, Kevin's done many episodes. That's We've very done others very with uh, such hilarious comedians as uh, uh, Evan Kessler. Uh, for oh instance. yeah. I love uh, yeah, so uh, yeah, you can check out the goods from the woods. Uh, if you're listening to this on Friday, even though I've just spent this entire show trashing Auburn, <sighs> I'm coming home. <laughs> I'm doing a show uh, on Sunday night. Because uh, you're going on trial after, right? Yeah, <laughs> you're yeah. going to be put in the chair. Yeah, uh, Sunday, October 27th, I'm going to be performing with uh, John Michael Bond Ooh, and John O'Zelay, oh, yeah. uh, as well as uh, my old friends Wes Van Horn and Paige McBride, uh, oh, who are God both. Bless. Really funny comics uh, from Birmingham. Uh, so we're going to be having a good old L.A. Uh, uh, Birmingham a show. invasion. A little, a little L.A. invasion. L.A. invasion of there in East Alabama. So yeah, come see us at The Coffee Cat at The Hound. That show is free. Doors at 7.30. Show starts at 8. And we realize it's a school night. So we promise to have everybody out of there hopefully by about 9.30. So don't let the Sunday night scare you. Come People on don't out. often plug how early their show ends. Well, on the, <laughs> I like that. I mean, no, I, I get it. I, I get swear it. to God. Like, I, I, I understand. I've told so many people and they're like ah, it's a sunday though i'm like it's we're not gonna keep you out yeah luckily it's not la so the show's not going to start an hour and a half late. right right this ain't lucha time we're yeah. gonna start on time okay uh so yeah check check all that out yeah and uh uh obviously uh for me everybody uh this is coming out the 25th hey uh Nope, no shows this week. It doesn't matter. Who cares? Uh, at KB Anderson, yo, and all the things. Uh, should have a new Bunny Ears article coming out soon. Uh, check my social medias for that. think it's going to be something about Emilio Estevez. I don't think that's the next one that's coming out. What, ha- sp- what happened to him? Uh, that, that, that's what you'll find out. Oh, my God. <laughs> Stay tuned, everybody. Uh, and then, uh, you know, at Bleak Pod to follow this podcast. Uh, Garland, uh, is there any uh, L.A.-based comedians you'd like to promote a little bit? Oh, uh, yeah. There's this one guy you mentioned. His <laughs> name is Evan Kessler. Right, uh, right, right. Friend of the show. He will be... F- Performing at the Comedy Palace next uh, Saturday in San Diego. Ooh, oh, yeah. Boy. And also, uh, Emilio Estevez may be my running mate. <laughs> that's not a bad... Oh, that, wow. That, you buried the lead. That's exactly what my article yeah. is about, is how he's running for so, <laughs> vice president. <laughs> yes. Uh, Rivers Langley, thank you so much for being here. Thank you. This been a blast. Thank you for letting us use the studio. Oh, of course. Anytime. Uh, any other time I'm hastily throwing episodes together, I'm going to be hitting you up. <laughs> oh, no. That's what I'm here for. Uh, God bless. And uh, uh, Garland Trowell, I wish you all the best on the campaign trail. Thank you. Uh, if you run into uh, Ben Glebe, tell him I said hi. Uh, he's another uh, Democratic or hopeful that I've interviewed on a different show. Oh, so. my friend made his documentary. Really? Yeah, my buddy Charlie Fritchner made the, is uh, in the process of finishing up the documentary. They're oh, making wow. about Ben Glebe. Yeah. Well, let's, let's talk about that after because I do want to talk about that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, we'll see you next week, everybody. Have a bleaky Friday or Monday or whatever. Booyakasha! Booyakasha! <laughs>